real, intimate. You are now tuned into Bonnets and Durags, a Pillow Talk podcast. I'm your host, Via Simone. Let's get into it. Work that Pillow Talk, girl. <laughs> What's going on, world? This is your girl, Simone, and you are now tuned into another episode of Bonnets and Durags, a Pillow Talk podcast. I have my homegirls, Aria and Cortland here, and we are going to do another round of mango habaneros. So if you listened to an episode earlier in the season, I think it was four, episode 404, where I did it with my friends Roach and Don. It's this made-up game that I that I created where I took two of my favorite card games called We're Not Really Strangers and Truth or Drink and just kind of mixed up the shuffle and pulled random cards and asked my friends to tell me more about themselves. So, yeah. But before we get into that, I want you two to introduce yourselves, tell the people who you are, what you've got going on, where they can find you, all that good stuff. Uh, what's up, y'all? I'm Iria Tanay. Uh, you can find me on Instagram Twitter and whatever else at the daddy house at I-R-A I-R-I-A-T-A-N-E-E that's Iria Tanay I am a model I am also a social media manager um newly actually I started my own business 2020 ain't over yet yes Um, (laughs) thank y'all um and I'm also a podcaster on let's talk daily the podcast love it What's good, everybody? It's your girl, Cortland Janae. This is my second appearance on the Bonnets and Durags podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> New Orleans, born and raised, but court, uh, currently Brooklyn is housing, you girl. I am a plus-size model and I also work in production management. Um, I'm also an on-air host, and I dabble in comedy on occasion when the opportunity presents itself. <laughs> I have entirely too many different jobs, Um yeah, I'm cute, funny, thick, and I love the Lord. And here we are. All of that. Wow, all of that. <laughs> Period. All of the boxes. <laughs> you I love, me love the Lord, girl. Right. <laughs> I cannot. The fact that you two are just so multifaceted is obviously beyond me. Like, I always tell Cortland all the time, like, your trajectory of when you moved to New York to where you at now is like, Insane. Crazy. Insane. Uh, like you that is a TV show. I can't wait to watch that TV show. It really is. I sent years. her I sent her as a picture of us in February where we both auditioned for like some modeling thing. I don't want to say some modeling thing, but anyways, <laughs> we auditioned for the same thing and both of us did not get it at the time. This was February, y'all. Yeah. Corlin's ass got signed to a modeling agency. When Corlin? Mm-hmm. In July. Mm-hmm. In July. During a panoramic. During a panoramic of a terrible year. <laughs> like, girl, you are out here. If y'all have been having a bad year, that sucks because because Portland has been having a phenomenal year. Right? <laughs> so like, calm down. Simmer down. No, I was I would say that my life is probably gonna be a really good book series or movie or something because the things that be happening to me y'all like some epic shit happens and then some other shit happens well i'm just like is this really happening if, if the good really always comes with the bad but yeah you know, god always provides always provides. listen i i tell Corlin all the time like you have a goat mouth and clearly anything that you pray for you get so i got yes. a couple of requests and I would like to put those in. Well, God put you in for a man, and I ain't got that, so something ain't good. I mean, 
there gotta be some kind of filter, and that one just always get caught in that bitch. It just never really makes it. <laughs> oh, can't hear you. Oh, oh, bringing up. Can you hear me now? <laughs> That's how I gotta be when I put that one in. No, that out. <laughs> No, oh my goodness. So, Aria, you just moved back home. How has it been? How you feeling? Yes, y'all. I'm from Atlanta, born and raised, which is very rare. Um, and then I moved to New York, and I was so happy to move to New York. I was like, eh, I'm out here, bitch, period. Uh, give me a sausage, egg, and cheese, whatever y'all say. Um, but I wasn't there <laughs> long enough. You, right. You are I don't even get it, but I would still go to the bodega and be like, give me a, what is it, bacon, egg, and cheese. A bacon but anyways, <laughs> you can tell I'll eat that shit. Um, so yeah, so now I'm back in Atlanta and at first I was kind of like kind of saucy about it because I absolutely love New York, y'all. But I literally touched down on a Tuesday back home and a brand reached out to me and was like, Hey, we see you live in Atlanta. And I was like, Yeah, bitch, as of like two hours. Um, <laughs> but do you want to come shoot with us? And I was like, Hell yes. Shot with them on Friday, and they was like, Okay, so we want you to come on like every week forever. So I said, Bet okay, we can definitely do that. And doors have just been opening for me. So I feel like I'm in the right place. You know, I also lost my job this year. And then I realized, you know, I could kind of do this entrepreneurial thing if I really want to. Mm -hmm. And within a week, I had three clients. And I was like, wait a minute, Lord, I don't really know what I'm doing. Look at that. Look at that. Wow. That was a slick way to read it be real when you <laughs> say you want to do something you better be serious because the lord be like all right i'm gonna, I'm gonna try you are you ready right. so um right. yeah i'm i'm really down here i'm having honestly the best time of my life right now um safely <laughs> but no really just i'm just happy i'm happy in everything that i'm doing I'm, i live a very simple life i don't really i mean i have a want for things but i'm good like i'm happy I, i'm genuinely happy and that's all i ever want but it's because i'm doing what i want to do um, right. But like Cortland, you know, I have been praying for somebody special in my life. And um, I don't think I'm praying hard enough. I don't think that my <laughs> greeting in my prayer is correct. Is it like, hello, Jesus, greetings, dear? <laughs> I feel like um, God conveniently goes from having like, <laughs> to, like Boost Mobile. You know, like, when, when the moon prayer, Depending like, on what you're asking for, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, hey, Lord, let me get that guy. Got guys like, my you got to call on the weekend when my men is free like, I'm <laughs> right. like but you know what it's all good because <laughs> i don't even know if i'm ready yet i'm a cancer ass cancer mm-hmm. so some days i'll be in my bag and i'll be like oh my god i want somebody to love and to love me and the other days i'm like oh y'all like shit bye mm-hmm. so you yeah, know i feel that i feel that. <laughs> <laughs> that's when i'm ready is when the person will come but yeah i'm good <laughs> atlanta is treating me well y'all we out here we open so it's been fun. If y'all got the cure for COVID in the hood, you say that. Right. Listen, I keep seeing the memes that's like, ain't a crackhead in Atlanta got COVID. So is the secret crack. And I don't want to try it. I'm I'm good. I'm good. Nah, if the crack is you the have secret, to try it and let us know, please. Nah, I'm good. That Atlanta crack be strong. So uh so I've been told. I don't know. Crack I'm is good. good. Crack is a whack, baby. But I, I've seen some. I've seen some things down here, so I'm good on it. Mm, okay. Yes. Please be safe out there. Please. I am. I'm so good. Good. Oh my goodness! Talking about like finding the right man and like praying for him. I wanted to talk about our love languages. So y'all have taken your love language test, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's go around the room. So what were your results? 
<laughs> so mine was a close call between acts of service and receiving gifts. Really? Service run, yeah, one by like 3%. So I was like, I'm 30% acts of service and 27% receiving gifts. That's so I, interesting. No, no, no. Go, go, go. I was going to say that it's interesting because like, the like, so acts of service, I can totally see. Because I feel like you're you're a woman of convenience. You you want someone to you know alleviate any kind of like workload or any kind mm-hmm. of issue you may be having. Because I'm busy and tired all the time. Exactly. So if, if somebody can come into your life and be like, oh, I remember you said you need to do this. I handled it for you. That's mm-hmm. what I said. Ooh, girl. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> right. How about shout out, shout out, girl. Right. <laughs> Tell me you did something that I forgot to do. Girl. Yes, yes that, that that's real. That's real. I remember that one time I came over to your house and all I did was like put up some clothes that you, you know, didn't really have time to put up. And you act like I like saved children from a burning building. Uh-huh. I was like, girl, all I did was put up some clothes that you had. Relax. But you literally were like so thankful. So that makes yeah, sense. Mm-hmm. It makes a lot of sense. And I don't know if the listeners know, but like all three of us are very good friends. Oh, um, yeah. So <laughs> That that's gonna add a little razzle dazzle to this conversation because we're all really good friends. So these women know me very well and we know each other very well. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, like and I remember I didn't even want Iria to like come over and do it. Like Iria was just like, I'm not doing anything. Let me just come like unpack Let me help you suitcase that you've had sitting here for the last two months. Girl. I don't want to bother you, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But, Girl, because if I had come over to your house again and saw that damn suitcase in that uh flow, <laughs> it was gonna be me and you. Me so it wasn't and really you. about it wasn't really about me. It no, it's because I love you me. and you were so stressed. But I got tired of seeing that duffel bag full of clothes, and I had <laughs> to. <laughs> Them clothes still on that hanger. So <laughs> I know they are. <laughs> I'm not there to help you. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's all right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, no I didn't and see gift giving coming though. What you said? I feel like I should bring you gifts now. I didn't see gift giving being one of them for you. Yeah, I didn't either. That one shocks me. So okay, so let me on. <laughs> I got sources over here on mindbodygreen.com backslash okay. articles black backslash sash splash the five <laughs> love languages. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. It's late. I'm tired. Okay, so acts of service says if your love language is acts of service, you value when your partner goes out of their way to make your life easier. It's things like bringing you soup when you're sick, making coffee for you in the morning, picking up your dry cleaning when you forgot, when you've had a busy day at work or whatever. This love language Mm -hmm. is for people who believe that actions speak louder than words. Y'all, how many times do I say actions speak louder than words? That is so me. It's crazy. I was telling Simone Mm -hmm. earlier. This love language for me, I think, is deeply rooted because acts of service is how I watched my mom love my dad. Yeah. She's very big on literally the entire marriage. Like, my mom would just really try to make my dad, dad's life as convenient as possible. Um, that's just how she expresses love. So I think it's, yes, for me in my this stage in my life where I'm extremely busy, I, w- I appreciate the alleviation. But that's also how I saw love being given. So it makes sense mm-hmm. that that's my love language. Mm-hmm. And then the gift one is gifts is a pretty straightforward straightforward love language. You feel love when people give you visual symbols of love. 
It's not about the monetary value, but the symbolic thought behind the item. People with this style recognize and value the gift giving process, the careful reflection, the deliberate choosing of the object to represent relationship and the emotional benefits from receiving the present. Um, so it's the thought behind it. I mean, yeah, like if you want to ice me out, ice me out. But something about me that registers that you really thought about what you was going to give me. Like you bought me chocolate covered strawberries because you know I love chocolate covered strawberries. Mm -hmm. Not because mm -hmm. candy. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. don't don't buy me Oreos when you know my favorite thing is chocolate covered strawberries. I don't want that gift. It's stupid. You can keep on me like Oreos. You know what? <laughs> what? No, I don't like Oreos. Random Cortland fact. I didn't know that about you. I, I am oh, learning so many them. things about you. Oh my God. Right. I will eat them. I'm 230 pounds. I will eat Girl, Oreos. Shut up. That but has nothing to do with the tea in China. I'm just, I'm saying, I'm a thick girl. You know, if you, I'm going to eat cookies and cream ice cream, obviously. I enjoy the McFlurry, you know. I'm just, I prefer a softer cookie. That's besides the point. I like for you to put thought behind what you do for me. Point that's, that's understandable. Okay. Now, do you think that the love language, where you ranked on the test, those are also how you, um, you know, give out love to and if not, what do you think that is? Yeah, I think um, I think that acts of service is definitely probably how I give love. Definitely probably. That doesn't make sense. That is definitely how I <laughs> give love, too. Um, I am a giver in general. And mm -hmm. both of y'all being good friends of mine know that I am a giver. You know, I... I you helped me unpack this this apartment when I moved <laughs> And acted like I, you know, was coming with a cape on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, I like to feel that I am impacting a situation, whatever it is, you know, mm -hmm. whether it's a relationship, a friendship, I like for my presence to be known through my impact. So mm -hmm. in my mind, that represents as let me do things for you again, probably learning the way my mother, you know, love my loves my father, the way she does things. That is how I've seen love growing up. That is how I receive it. That is how I understand it. That's how I perceive it. So I like to do that as well. But mm -hmm. I mean, I try to be open to what someone's love language is. I, I'm also a very self-aware person. So if I can understand that if I like doing things for you and that's not how you receive love and it won't register, then I'm mm -hmm. open to adapting. Mm -hmm. But my initial is like, let me do something because to me, actions speak louder than words so that's how i'm going to show love yeah that's love really it. good that you said that you're open because some people will love people based on their love language and uh, they won't receive it the same way and then they're wondering why the other person doesn't understand like how much they love them and how much they appreciate them and it's like okay well you're giving this person gifts when all they want is a hug or a little pat on the booty yeah. but you're not giving them that because you was never hugged and kissed and how yeah yeah that's so true so, but you know, know, I'm very, very self-aware. Like y'all, yeah. even with my friendships, like I'll be conscious of like, hey, I am a friend that likes to do things for you or I am a over-communicator. That is how I express myself. But you might be the friend that want to be left alone when, sh when you upset. Mm -hmm. like, just tell me that because if not, I'm going to keep blowing up your phone. Like mm -hmm. I just I try to be as self-aware as possible to know that people really do receive and give love in different ways. Because me, I my love language, my first love language is physical touch. 
And then my last yeah. that, is, that is my last, but I can really? still see my, mm-hmm. yeah, my, my last two. <laughs> oh my god, that's probably why every time I'm like, hi, and y'all are like, hey girl. No, and I don't it no, was crazy though. Was like, me. I love hugs. I love to hug me, but I don't know. I just be like, I'll be all warm and fuzzy. Like uh-huh. okay, so my my second one is quality time, and then at the very bottom is gift giving, and that's probably why. Like, I get so much anxiety when I have to give someone a gift. A Mm. friend of mine sent me her baby registry, and my armpits started sweating immediately because I'm just like, I don't know how to do this. She already laid it out for you. I know. You just pick one, Aria. Listen, we're not even going to talk about the bottom of the barrel because gift giving is the raggedy bitch of my love language. So (laughs) we're going to talk about physical touch. And I think, like, you talk about how you saw your mom love your dad, like, that way physical touch is like my mom's love language so as a kid all we had my sister and I were like kisses hugs anytime something was wrong with us my mom would say oh do you need a hug and we would just like sit in my mom's lap and like just like feel her love so that's how I go into my romantic relationships and even my friendships like when you're walking past me like just squeeze me on the shoulder or roll my little ball head or something like to let me know that you see me and you're there that's all I need like I love Aww. to be touched, which oh, is yeah. also why I don't like when people that I don't like touch me because okay. touching yeah. is like more, it means more intimate. to me. Intimate, yes, yeah. it's very intimate to me. So if I don't if, if I don't rock with you like that, do not touch me. Don't like touch this me. man in the grocery store today was like, "Oh, I like your cut, sis. You look nice." And he reached and grabbed my arm. I said, "Oh, thank mm-hmm. you. Don't touch me." Mm-mm. Because you just popped my personal face bubble, and now I have an issue. Yeah. Okay? Compliment from a distance. Like, please, back up. Keep your hands to yourself. They teach you that in pre-K. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm not invalidating Aria's experience or point of view, but if y'all could have seen her face when she just said, don't touch me, thank you. Thank you, don't touch me. Like, you, you didn't have to do that. And I, okay, tangent. I feel like we need to teach more little girls to stop being polite to these men. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. the, southern woman, mm-hmm. the southern woman in me felt like, oh my God, maybe you shouldn't have said that. But the New Yorker in me for a year was like, <laughs> no, he shouldn't have touched you. Yeah. So, no, yeah. that is a culture shock that, that southern women definitely, ex- well, some southern women some, experience yeah. that we, you know, we just feel like we need to be polite. I, yeah, that's something okay. I get myself out of so I get it but yeah New York will roughen you up for a second do not mm-hmm. touch and that's what I told that man thank you don't touch me because physical touch is my love language and I don't love you sir I don't even know you right. yeah, I know <laughs> mm-hmm. but y'all know what when, okay so before I even like you know knew myself I had a little boyfriend in college and I told my friends he don't hold my hand I think I'm gonna break up with him <laughs> and I know they was looking at you like, bitch, what's wrong with you? But it my makes so much like, sense. My friend was like, girl, are you it cracked? Is that what you're smoking? Is it cracked that you're on? She was like, did you tell him that? I said, no, he should know to hold my hand. When we get out of the car, hold my hand. And I mean, I realize now that it's crazy. And honestly, your listeners are probably going to be like, this bitch is insane. But no. I just like to be <laughs> in the area today right now if they already weren't. I mean, they mm-hmm. should at I R I A T A N E. Okay. <laughs> you heard the woman. Yeah. It's if you open. like the whole hands and you like PDA, I'm just kidding. Let me stop because I'm not like pimping <laughs> myself out. 
my number one love language is quality time um and like i was saying to Cortland earlier today i was like of course it is because i'm codependent and i just am like one of those people who's like oh my god like you ever see those memes where it's like you can be spending all day with your boyfriend and as soon as he's leaving you're like where are you going why that's me it's just because i just like being like snuggled up I, I like it's either like whether it's in the house whether we're going out and doing something i think that's also too why i like the emphasis on like like men taking the initiative and like making plans because that you doing so means that you value spending quality time with me mm-hmm. so then you know it just it just makes me feel valued overall and so and also too like growing up like my parents, my parents do everything together. They're literally best friends. Really? They're so cute. They've been they've been together for what forty years and married for oh thirty my years. God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so literally, like when like when my dad goes out like to party like to a party or whatever, like he's always bringing my mom. And like they're that yeah. couple where like, oh y'all, damn y'all still together? Like that's them. They're wow. that. And so, like, just seeing how, growing up, like, how, like, my, my parents were just so, like, joined at the hip. That's like, damn, like, I, I want that. I want, I want to, you know, be able to take my man everywhere I go or, mm-hmm. you know, my man take me everywhere he goes or whatever. Um, or even just, like, moments where, like, even if they're not planning and going out and doing something, like, especially, like, over the summer, like, in the nicer months, we have, like, a backyard patio where, like, mm-hmm. they have, like, we have, like, patio seating and, like, a fire pit. And, like, my mom and dad will just sit out there and, like, play music and just, like, drink cocktails. My dad will smoke a cigar. Oh. And, like, they're always just, like, oh, hey, Pooch, come. Well, that's my nickname. Oh, hey, Pooch, come downstairs. <laughs> we're, we're outside and we'll just talk for hours. And, like, that is quality time to me. So, like, that or, yeah. like, even even with friends, like I, like I, some of my favorite friend moments are just sitting up in a house. Like we did that Friday night, a couple yes. months ago. Yes. TikToks. But like, that's what makes my heart smile. So yeah. I love that we're having the conversations where we are thinking about like, not only what our love languages are, but how they came from childhood or yeah. what we were raised or what we mm-hmm. saw. You know, like, I think it's always important to look at that because we don't, you, you know, the generations prior to us, I feel like were not very self-aware and didn't think about no. that deeply rooted and where they came from, probably because they were just seeking stability and success because they didn't have time to worry about that. But now that we have that and they kind of paved the way, I feel like we always take the conversation to the next level. Like, where did this come from? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It really shows that our childhood has really impacted how we love and, and, and the type of people that we are attracted to, all of that. Mm-hmm. I really feel like we're going to be that generation to kind of really change the the dynamic for our children. Like our children are going to be so self-aware. I feel, I mean, I can't, I can only speak for myself. I'm likely not beating my kids. So I feel like I'm going to have a, a oh <laughs> area space. Area yeah. space like, speak for your damn self because I'm tearing that ass up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know about that because I'd be flexing if I was like, oh, my mama beat my ass every day. Like, no, I had a hippie as a mama and I really don't know how I turned out to be such a hellion. But no, nah, I'm going to give, give look, look, uh, Lolo a uh, pop pop. Yeah, yeah, yeah a little pop pop, pop you know. I'm, yeah. But I mean, think about just even with the natural hair movement, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
we literally are raising a generation of girls that will never know what it's like to get a relaxer. They will never know turn burn. That is beautiful. And and when you try to explain it, I remember one of my old coworkers, she posted that on Instagram. She said she was trying to explain to her 12 year old daughter, like why, like what a relaxer was and why she used to get them. And the daughter was like, but you said it burned. Yeah. Like, why would you torment yourself like that? The things that we used to do. Because I used to, I remember those moments of getting a relaxer and feeling that burn and just being like, yes. oh, oh, hold on. Like I was just, I was clenching Girl. my fingers. So I was like, oh, it's going to be straight though. It's going to be straight. It's going to be straight. And here yes. I am with kept my hair is, when I wake up, my hair is sticking to each other, to itself, like because of yes. the clots and the scabs. Yes. But I had the hang time though. I had the flowy hair like Kelly though. Yeah. Like, yes. It's crazy what we used to do for some semblance of what we thought was beauty. If you ever had a friend like straight haired women, but it's just like yeah, we did a we did a lot. Go ahead, what were you gonna say? No, I was gonna say if you ever had a perm, you definitely understand delayed gratification, baby, because the longer Mm -hmm. you sat in that chair, the longer them roots was gonna be straight and y'all okay, so my mama has like three A hair and I take after my daddy who got for Z hair. Not Z. That's not a category. <laughs> so, growing up, my mama used to put like lotion on her hair. Like the lotion that you put on your body, she would put on her hair because it would just curl up real cute. Wow. She tried to do that to me and my hair was like, try again. So <laughs> I had a perm when I was like legit. Y'all had a perm when I was like two or three. Because wow. my mom just did it. Yes. Yes. My mom did not know, yes, ma'am. She didn't know what to do with my hair. I thought I was young. I was eight. No, ma'am. I was young. I was literally walking around uh, pre-K kindergarten with a press and curl. Oh my God. I I didn't know you were that young. I was young. And my grandmother did my hair like all my life. So my grandma, when I did get perms and it burned, my grandma was like, well, you shouldn't have scratched. Did you scratch? I told you not. So I didn't get any sympathy because I'm not paying my beautician, okay? Yeah, so I can't even yeah. complain to, like, the manager. Yes. The manager. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. Yeah, so I definitely had a hair journey. I went natural when I was 15 in the 10th grade, and it was not it was not popular at the time. Nobody knew so, what going natural was. No, mm-hmm. no. I honestly, not to toot my own horn, but I always did things a little bit before my time. I went natural before everybody else did. I also stopped eating beef and pork before like this whole health thing happened. But anyways, my mom begged me to get a perm, y'all. Begged me. She was like, oh my God, your hair looks so bad. Like, please get a perm. Then I grew it all out. She was like, oh my God, it looks good. I was like, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. You have to be what in the fourth category to talk to me. That's, that's what they do though. My mama did the same thing to me. I wasn't going natural at 15, but when I went natural two years ago, my mama, y'all literally sent me when I did. So I transitioned for a year and a half and then I cut it off. And mm-hmm. I remember the next day while I was sitting at work, I think I've told both of y'all this. I was sitting at work and my mama literally texted me. She was working at the time. She's retired now, but that means she was in somebody's classroom. <laughs> thinking about your head. And had the audacity to text me a picture of my hair relaxed and said, I want this back. Like, I could just go to the salon and change it. Right. Yeah. That's not the point, but I'm just, I I feel your pain. 
No, I, I hear that. I don't, I wonder what it is like with our parents' generation and their parents' generation with this obsession with like long, straight hair, manageable hair. I mean, That's I got a, a thought, like, but it ain't gonna be cute. Assimilation was a, yes. a form of beauty for them. Yeah. yeah. It always has been. When I cut my hair off, my grandma said, be careful because women with shorter hair are oftentimes seen as militant. And I am, but dang, it ain't because I'm bald head. It's because I'm black as hell. <laughs> bald head healthy. Like always. <laughs> Let me stop before you're <laughs> listening think I'll be wilding. I mean, I do, but I don't. No, I know my listeners don't love you. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay, so let's get into this game. Mango yes. Habanero. So like I said earlier, it's a game that I completely made up with two of my favorite games. We're not really strangers and truth or, or a drink. Obviously, I mean, I see you sipping on something, but I don't think anybody got alcohol. No, right. I'm drinking water. It's fine. It's fine. Uh-huh. I, me too. Oh, yeah. I, got, I, got, I got the Gatorade going. Mm-hmm. The the abs for the abs you already had? Abs, not abs. No, abs. abs. I oh, said abs. abs. I'm trying to get abs, girl. You I don't have, have abs. abs. No, so I no, do don't not. Go, don't go on this road with Aria because she's going to piss okay. me off and I'm going to cuss her out. Because, whoa, y'all not going to treat me like I'm the skinny friend because I'm not, okay? You were throwing around your weight for me, throw around my weight. I'm a, I'm a smooth 160. What's up? Okay. okay. But you're the fittest friend. So right. Okay. Okay. And. But I'm still thick and I don't have abs yet. So okay. am I really that fit? All right, all right. I support it. Yep. Get your abs done. <laughs> Look at Simone now. Look at Simone. Look at Simone right now. Look at your daughter. Look at Simone out. Let's start the game. Why let this bald head hole on my show? <laughs> really? Really? That okay. is mean. Let me, I'm going to sit my right. water in my head. And I'm waking up at five to go to the gym. Mm. Ooh, yes. I, I need to be like you because my fat ass has not been in the gym. Girl, don't you say that. Don't you say that again. Don't talk okay. about my friend like that. Thank you. Watch your mouth. Okay. I will not. I'm sorry. Let me apologize to her. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's get on this damn game. Okay. So first, we're, what we're going to do is we're going to shuffle the cards. So I'm going to go ahead and pick from... The We're Not Really Strangers card deck. I'm going to pick okay. from level one, which is perception. And that first mm. card says, if MySpace were still a thing, what would be your profile song? Okay, so my profile song would be Southern Girl by Frankie Beverly and Maze. I first fell in love with that song um, at a picnic, but mm-hmm. I second fell in love with that song on ATL when Nunu was walking um, in the pool. Or not in the pool, but she was at the pool. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, if I ever like have to enter a room, I want to enter that's a room on that song. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my song. Okay, okay. I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. What about you, Carly? I just want to take this moment to shout out the fact that Iria's Atlanta accent always <laughs> comes out super thick when she's at home. She did not sound like this. <laughs> she definitely did not sound like this. Hey, Iria. You country as fuck. Um, okay. <laughs> not, this is not country. This is a city accent. Why do people keep saying that? That's an Atlanta city accent. Yes, that's it. Yes. Gets it gets thicker than that. Oh yeah, oh, it definitely gets thicker than that. It definitely gets thicker than that. I guess I've never heard thicker than that. Yeah. Oh, 
girl, it's bad. You know, like those stereotypical Southern accents they do in like movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's close to that. It like comes from the throat. Oh, that's not dramatized. That's like real no, life. Baby, no, but you can, I mean, you can to go to the sticks to find it. You know what I'm saying? Like if you go to have in Atlanta, you're not gonna find nobody that talk like nah, that. No, you're not really gonna. No, you gonna you gonna, gonna hear you gonna hear this. Well, we don't like say the end of the word. But if you go to like even like 45 minutes down the road, niggas really don't. They I, it comes from the throat. I don't even know how to like. I was gonna say, can you give give me a, give me an example? Well, you said you kind of made me embarrass myself. No, it's a well. If you don't want to do it, it's fine. But I mean, <laughs> I was like drawl. That's what it is. Draw really, really comes out it's like real bad. It's like right when you're living in the country, it's like real bad down there. If you go down there on seven eight, and you go get you turn <laughs> okay. the corner at the feed store and uh, get Billy Bob, get out that cabinet. <laughs> Uh, Jesus, holy spirit. All right, guys. All right. Well, like, that's like real life. Southern, Southern, but in Louisiana, like there's New Orleans, but you know, it's like wine, baby. Yeah. Like, but then if you go to like Cajun area, like Cajun, Louisiana, mm-hmm. um, like the LSU coach, which we not proud of LSU right now because they're doing some mm-hmm. dumb, but the coach, Coach O, like he has that, he sounds like he has a frog in his throat and it really sounds like something off a of princess and a frog. Like he's really like, <laughs> go down in the top, go down. Yep. <laughs> and that's a real thing. Like people really talk like that. Yes, they do. Good but Lord. It's just, you got to go down the road, you know, mm-hmm. down, you got to go over yonder and you find it. But, you know, mm-hmm. everybody got an uncle that sound like that or some shit, but. I could see that, yeah. Y'all are like my my first real exposure to Southern folk, except for my grandma, because my grandma's from Shibuta, Mississippi, and oh, she's the, my grandmother. She's from Shibuta. Nana, I'm talking about women. Nana, Nana from Shibuta. Okay, deep Mississippi. <laughs> That's she why she still has her accent. Because like we don't feel like we that country. Like I pick on you because it's just I enjoy listening to Atlanta accent. <laughs> That's why they think we so country because this is as country as they've got. Like, nah, y'all ain't seen country. Y'all yeah. ain't seen nothing, baby. This is a city right here. But that, that, mm, anyway. <laughs> anyway, my MySpace song would probably, ah, I am obsessed with Damage by Her right now. I've been listening to a really good song. I love like, it. Repeat, I've been listening to that. Mm-hmm. It would either be that or something about Ari, by Ari Lennox. Mm-hmm. Or Summer Walker, but it would probably mm-hmm. be by her right now because that's that song is lit. Yeah, okay. nice. I'm I'm torn between my two. Um, it's either uh, "Forget Me Nots" by Patrice Russian. Um, <laughs> it's the it's the sample of "Men in Black" too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or or it's this song um, called "Excited" or "Excitement" by Party Next Door and Trippy Red. Like, I, I can listen to these. Yeah, they're they're good. Both both songs be on repeat for me. So can you um sing the song by Matrice Patrice? Patrice? <laughs> oh, why are you gonna embarrass me like this? <laughs> <laughs> I can't sing, so I'm a hummet. Okay. <laughs> oh, that song? Yeah, yeah. Black. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Forget me not sound like a love song. Okay. Yeah, it's, oh, wait, just, it's, it's a good vibe. Sidebar, we I'm gonna throw this out there if anybody if anybody wants to change. I saw that um DJ Luke Nasty just dropped 
um, a song called Rain, and he sampled Rain on Me, like by Ashanti. No, wait, what's my the what's the current my, um, um, Escape. No, no. Yeah. SWV. SWV. No, yeah, melodies, melodies. My bad. Melodies. No. Melodies. <laughs> no. Blasphemy. And it's called Rain, Blasphemy. and the song really has the quiet in the background. No. Somebody I don't know that's that melody. Melody. No, melody yeah. from heaven. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, there we go. That song. And He's I know he caught on Twitter like 45 minutes ago. He's he's never seen heaven for that. <laughs> wait, wait, but no, but wait, let's listen for a moment because he usually does a really good job. It's, it's a bop. It's a bop. Like I might be in line next to him because y'all be on here skipping. I definitely, you know, I did the the Jay Z head bob. I was like, uh-huh. he was like, oh, <laughs> right now, but this kind of busting. <laughs> Oh, I'm screaming. Hold on. Let me let me see if I can listen real quick. Did you find it? Melodies. Um, DJ Look Nasty. Right. He named it Rain. Oh, oh, you did say that. I have it right here. You want me to play it? Yeah, play it, play it. Only five seconds. We're not trying to get sued. I'm about to make it. Forgive me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, his yes. busting though. I ain't gonna lie. Like, you know, the musicality. Like, how I'm supposed what? to pop my booty to that? Yeah. Yeah. How I'm supposed Ooh. to throw it in the circle to that? You know what's crazy is I know if outside was open, we would. Without but a problem. You know, when like melodies came, like it went viral. Like it was a thing on Twitter okay. during, during the pandemic. So everybody was like, man, you know, this would be at brunch right now if we wasn't in the pandemic. Yeah. Man. So I feel like DJ Luke Nancy just gave the people what, you know, yeah. asking for. But I feel bad enjoying it. Not saying <laughs> I'm going to make it and then read down on me. Uh uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> well, it could be a MySpace song. That, no, no, she's sticking with her Here Comes the Men in Black, okay? Yeah. Safe, heaven-friendly song. Huh. We're all trying to make and, it. And, and I got the voicemail over it. Remember, did you guys ever do the It's Your Girl Simone, a.k.a. Absolutely. Black Barbie? I had the whole voicemail set up. Make Absolutely. sure you like my pictures, like for like, do a fan pick, whatever. It's stupid stuff like that, but yeah. I missed it. You did that on your MySpace? Yeah, so there was like this this plugin that you could like call this number oh, and like add it to the next level. I used to like make MySpace layouts and stuff. So, so you were like, coding basically. So I was what? You was coding. You yeah, was, I was I, I was coding before I even knew what it was. Yeah. And I'm like everyone who also knows how to code says they're pissed that they never continued it because I could be sitting on two hundred fifty thousand dollars right now. Wow. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it was like it's it's time consuming, but it's like once you figure out like the whole once you figure out how to read it, it's seem it's simple. It's yeah, simple. it's so rewarding. So yeah, yeah so I I used to do all that, but it was this app that it was an app before an app where you could call and like leave yourself a voicemail, so it could be your intro your intro message. 
when people visit your wow. page. That was wow. some that was some upstate New York stuff. I didn't uh, had I had to be made it to the south. I didn't hear I didn't hear about that. One. Baby, because yeah. I was waiting until the phone came on the radio to record it on my voicemail. Oh, okay. My little saying, baby. Oh, and, and I was waiting until the phone came on the radio to record for my ringtone. Listen, I need all of y'all to get on board. All the Bonnets and Zurag fans, followers, listeners, I need everybody to get a song for their ringtone. I need that to come back, okay? We need to yeah. all do it together. <laughs> Is there a way that we can record our own audio notes and make them a ringtone on our phones? No, I don't we don't think have to record it now because technology is advanced. You can go, listen, I'm going to plan it out. You can go to Apple Music or whoever music and you just save it. And like you can do it for an alarm, you can do it for a ringtone. But it won't oh, be socially yeah. acceptable. I need it to be it's socially acceptable. Okay, we're going to start it. The three of us can start it. I think yeah. the three of us can influence the community. And y'all better so. not look at me sideways when y'all hear a Southern girl ringing on my phone but you know remember back in the gap we used to change it for the people like when absolutely your, your ex would yeah. call you you had to put it in yeah. like a cold bit or something like that like uh-huh. it yeah okay. that was that has was anyone weird. ever said i should have cheated <laughs> no <laughs> was... <laughs> <laughs> Nah, nah. I haven't, but I just thought about that. I was like, ooh, that would have been good. My exes was all solid, guys. They was all pretty good. I don't have nothing bad to say about them. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to be quiet. I shut my ass up. So, I'm you, doing, so what did you do? I'm so mad that the silence in the podcast is all of us weak and like dying of laughter. I know. I know. Oh my goodness. They'll feel it. I know they're going to be laughing alongside us too. Shout out to Monique. <laughs> yeah, it's a shout out to Monique. Okay, so let's get into one of these extra dirty, extra spicy mm. habanero questions. So the first question is describe your first time having sex and include every single cringy detail. <laughs> Portland's face. Um, well, I, I don't, I think y'all know, but okay, um, listeners, don't tell anybody that I'm telling you all this, but <laughs> I lost my virginity when I was 20 and I was actually I in a, it was, yeah, I, it's not that exciting of a story, but I was in a very loving relationship. We were both virgins, actually, and we lost our virginity, Aww. like, yeah, in, like, the summertime, and um, it was, like, one night we were, we were watching Fresh Prince on TV, and it just happened, and um, I'm, I was also a very, like, active person, active, like, child or whatever, so I was very well stretched, I'll just say that, so, like, it was yeah, it wasn't, yeah, so, so like, you know, everything down there was already gone, is what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was very beautiful. And then like the next morning, he kept checking on me. He's like, are you okay? Are you okay? I was like, yeah, just can you take me to my biology class? Because like, I was a science major at the time and I was taking summer classes. So I was like, but I need you to come on so you can take, like, take me to class. But yeah, it was, it was real beautiful. It wasn't like anything special. not special. It was special. It wasn't anything exciting. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Oh, good. I do not have a beautiful story like area, so I'm gonna drink my water. Okay. <laughs> that is fine. 
And now that um, I, I picked that one randomly, but I, I think I asked that one in the last episode with the guy. So yeah, yeah if y'all want to hear that, just go back and listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, so here is the, the sweet mango question. Okay. Has a stranger ever changed your life? Ooh. I'm pretty sure that they have. I can't, I can't think of anything. Has mm-hmm. a stranger changed my life? I can't think of anything. I can think of like situations where I have made strangers into mentors or mm-hmm. made strangers into friends. Mm-hmm. Then they def- then that would definitely count as changing your life. Yeah. I mean, hell, Simone was a stranger that changed my life. That I would not be here. I wouldn't be. I don't think I would be in New York if it wasn't for Simone. Oh, girl, girl. I I went and me and Simone met on Twitter, and literally because the podcast community on Twitter, especially back in the gap, was very tight knit, mm-hmm. and we just kind of ended up following each other on Twitter, listening to each other's podcasts, and then me just like following Simone's journey and and seeing how she came to New York and was being successful and was actually being success, successful and to see somebody in the trenches like doing it yeah. it made me feel like I could do it too and you know uh, tweets led to phone calls and then phone calls led to FaceTimes and then I was like I think I really want to move to New York do you think I can do this and someone was very transparent about her journey and talking money and and rent and all that kind of stuff and yeah, uh, that's, what, that's what social media ain't gonna tell you they're gonna tell you oh just do it it's the land of dreams and it's like yeah that's great but let's also be realistic yeah I, so, I said Simone how much do I need to to make to survive in New York like what's the bare minimum I need to be able to accept from a job to survive like those were the type of conversations mm-hmm. that me and Simone had how much is your rent <laughs> like, <laughs> right <laughs> What do I need to do to survive to make it? Yeah. If I didn't have those conversations with Simone, I don't know if I would be in New York. So yeah. I'm gonna say yes, a change a stranger changed my life, but I made that stranger one of my really good friends. So uh, not a stranger anymore. I know. That's such a beautiful story. I love you, that girl. It is a beautiful story. That's so cute. Yeah, I think I, I was going to say, I don't want to say change my life. I can't think of anyone who changed my life now but i can think of someone who changed my perspective so i was at like this facebook like black creators conference last year and i was sitting next to this black man he probably was like in his mid-30s married he worked for some agency i i do not know his name where he worked i lost all his information at this point he just kind of seems like a fairy because yeah. i don't know anything about him anymore but i remember we were talking he was just asking me like you know what i was what I was doing and what I was passionate about. And I told him about my podcast and he was like, look, I'm going to tell you from a real one, like I've been married X amount of years. And he just like gave me a, a, a holistic perspective about how men men's look outlooks on relationships. And he was like, one thing, and one thing that stuck with me, it was like where black women seem to, to fail to realize where the disconnect is, is 
you are Michelle and you want to be Michelle, but you want your man to be Barack so bad. But what if he, you don't know if your man wants to be Barack because you're so caught up in trying to force him to be that, to be that perfect partner. And he was like, there are so many times where I've been in relationships and you know, like this, the woman I'm with is trying to force me, trying to mold me, trying to make me become this man to be her perfect partner. And it's just not where I'm mentally at at that time. He was like, I would much rather, you know, arrive at that point when I'm ready than to be forced into it. And he was like, and it has nothing to do with the fact that like, I don't love you. I don't want to be with you, whatever the case may be. But it just really kind of like opened my eyes to the fact that especially in that moment, I felt like I was like forcing my partner to to achieve this, to do this, to, to be this. And hearing mm-hmm. from another black man being like, look, we need we need a moment, we need some breathing time and a moment to operate on our, our own timeline, our own fashion. It doesn't mean that we don't want to do it, but also please be patient with us because if if you and if you're not patient, that's fine. Like you can you can walk away. I'm not holding you hostage. But like please be patient with us because we we want to make sure that we're 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 happy and we're content in in the space and in the, in the time frame that we're doing so. So that just is one of those things that just kind of stuck with me. And I was like, damn, I've never heard. I've never heard a man say that. And I, especially I've never heard an older man say that. And an older man who is actually married and has children and, you know, is actually in the weeds of like developing a, a, a lifelong relationship with someone, you know? So, so yeah. That is dope. I yeah. love when men pour into women like that because I'm a firm believer. If you want to know something about a man, ask a man. Mm-hmm. Because women are not men. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think that's dope, especially when he like really didn't even know you and was just like, let me get you yeah. tea, let me put you on game. I don't know if you got right. a game in your life, but let me put you on game. That literally, that's what it was. It was let me put you on game because I told him what we what we talk about in the show. He was like, oh, that sounds. He said that sounds great. And after he gave all that, I was like, do you want to be on the show? He was like, nah, I'm I'm good. But you know, I got I got some friends I could connect you with that you know I like. He was like, this is guy talk. Like we talk about this. Like when I, mm-hmm. when we're out. It was like there might be someone that I can connect you with who would be willing to, but I lost his information. Don't even know who he is. But, wow. But yeah, fast again, and it's gonna be hella cool when y'all do. Yeah, that. yeah, because he he actually I think he was from he's from the south, either Arkansas or Missouri, somewhere. He was somewhere where like I had been like, oh, I never met anybody from X yeah. before. <laughs> <laughs> Missouri, not in the south though, right? Yeah, oh, it's in the Midwest. Okay. Y'all there's, there's, a, there's a state. Okay, yeah. There, there's a state. It might have been it's, Arkansas. It's one of the states we don't talk about. Yeah, it was one of them, but he had a southern draw, and I was like, oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. He was from Arkansas. Probably. But yeah, that's, mm, that's Um, I, too, don't know if I have met anybody that has changed my life, but I think, too, like, I've met people that have changed my perspective. Um. But the one that really jumps out at me is I ran into a man who I did this thing in Brooklyn before I moved called um, God, a photo walk. And it was done by, God, I don't remember their name, so I don't want to butcher it. But anyways, a bunch of creatives got together. If you were a model or a photographer, they got together and they took pictures. And this theme model walk was, um, or photo walk was um, black owned businesses. So we started at one end of Fulton or Tompkins Street, excuse me. And we walked all the way down stopping at different black owned businesses. Well, I almost didn't go honestly, because I don't have social anxiety, but sometimes the thought of like forced 
networking really does give me anxiety because I'm just a very organic person. So I almost didn't go, but I went anyways because I was like, did fear, what, what, no. So I went and I met a bunch of people. Like I finally like kind of warmed up a little bit and was taking pictures and people were like, oh my God, are you signed? Like, you're so dope. You're so photogenic. And I was like, what? Thanks guys. And at this point, I had been modeling for a really long time, but I kind of gave it up and was just like, I'm good on it. And I had this one guy that was like, no, seriously, like, are you signed to anybody? He was a photographer and a flight not flight attendant, a pilot, excuse me, a pilot for Delta. And um, he was like, you know, he was asking me a bunch of questions, like, what brands do you want to work with? Um, what type of products would you want to model for? And all these different things that I necessarily had not thought about. And he just really made me feel like I can really do this. Like, if I really want to be a commercial model. I can do this. And from that conversation, that sparked me saying out of my mouth, okay, I want to be a curve model, a commercial model, and I want to be signed from or between now and 2021 sometime. And um, yeah, and that's when I flew back home. And then that day, a brand reached out to me and everything has just been snowballing after that. So he really kind of made me like say, okay, I can do this. Yeah. I mean, and like, you know, a little bonus, of course, all of the white women that I've ever met drunk in the bathroom, you guys have changed my life tremendously um, by telling me how beautiful <laughs> I am and how fat my ass is. So thank you. Thank you all for where, where did the words of affirmation fall on your list? <laughs> Third. <laughs> Third? Okay, yes. <laughs> Mine was second. But no, those little moments. I love those little junk moments. Yes. And, and I'm so sad for like a minute, 30 seconds. I know. I'll oh, never meet them again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Courtland, we had a time where we met those two white girls when we were out at a bar. Remember? It was, we, a it was a it was a good time. We went to some bar like back in August and like we were walking on the street and these two white girls, I don't even even remember how they came along for the ride, but they were with us <laughs> and we were yeah, kind of like yeah, yeah, yeah. where are you going? And we we're like, We're going yeah, here. We was trying to get into the bar because yes. you know like COVID or whatever. And just shout out to that night and the fact that that night was so epic, really, and the fact that you're like number one love language is quality time, it, it makes so much sense because like clearly me and Simone had not seen each other in a long time because of the pandemic. And it was just like, we didn't want to go home. We was like, friend, we miss each other. Let's uh-huh. tear up the night. And it's like, it's a pandemic and everything's closed. It was real, it, it was stupid. But yeah, we right. ended up at the bar and we couldn't get in. And so like, me trying to be the charismatic southerner you know i walk up to the guy and i'm just like hey you know like you know what's the deal like can you know can we get in you know just me and my home girl blah blah, blah. and he's like well you know like you know we got guidelines blah, blah. i say i know you trying to do your job but i'm just saying you know if you could work something out me and my home girl would really appreciate it and then so he ended up letting us in but then the the two white girls is in line next to us i was like can you get them in too he's like nah i was like oh I, I, I tried. Right. Sorry, Hannah. Gotta go. But they ended up making <laughs> afterwards. And so when we saw each other, it was like, oh, and then we uh-huh. like, oh. yeah, they yeah. they were actually genuinely good. They seemed like they were genuinely good people. They seemed yeah. like they were a part of the 45% and not the 54%. Yes. Absolutely. Yes, yes for okay. sure. Okay. Absolutely. Luckily, yes. No, that was that was a good night. We done found the one bar in Brooklyn that closes <laughs> after one bar in Brooklyn that was open. <laughs> That shouldn't have been open. <laughs> that shouldn't have been open at all. And that's why there's new sanctions and everything closed at 10 o'clock now. So crazy. Uh, uh, okay. So let's move on to a spicy question. Mm. 
Ooh, wow. Yeah. Okay. If, if I cheat on my partner, is it absolutely essential that I tell them why or why not? What no. Mm-mm. Not telling them? And that's coming from somebody that I never cheated and that is super loyal and <laughs> tells the truth about everything. No, put that nigga on new sheet. Okay, seriously, let me stop playing. So let me think about this. One of y'all go. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like I have such a guilty conscience that I'm just probably going to end up saying it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm not, I, I can't hold that in. I'm sorry. I don't and think also, and also too, too, and I think there's some truth to like, People saying like, oh, when women, when women, when women cheat, it it hurts more because it's a little more calculated. Cause I know me, like I'm I I'm plotting. I plot. I, I'm not gonna lie, I plot. I, I throw subs. I'm over here trying to figure out, okay, what time am I gonna post this? Cause I know he's gonna see this or that, whatever. Ooh. Like I, that's how I think, unfortunately. And yeah. so it's like if I'm if I'm cheating on you. That means that I've been building up that that connection and that person with that with someone. It's emotional. Like, yes, it's, it is. like dudes, you know, I feel like it's very much so a generalization, but yeah. generally they say like when men cheat, it's it could be like mechanical. Like and they say like sex can be mechanical for men yeah. more so. Um, but when women cheat, it's definitely more emotional. Like No, I agree a hundred percent. I, I, I kind of agree to, um, I would, I would have to tell there's no, there's no way I could keep that. Mm-mm. It would eat me up. It would eat me up. I Honestly, y'all like. It would be on some ball head whole shit and she would, she wouldn't <laughs> Listen, tell him. Okay. Y'all, <laughs> like, okay. Because, and this is coming from somebody that for real tells the truth about every single thing. Like in every relationship I've been in has been long distance. So, like, I had every opportunity to cheat and just never did because I'm so honest. Um, But I'm also honest at a detriment because I used to tell everything and one of my exes used to use it against me. Um, And he knew that I was really honest, so he would ask really pointed questions to get the truth out of me. And I've had to learn how to keep some things to myself, to to keep the peace for me. And mm-hmm. to keep the peace about nigga, because he was really insecure. But anyways, it's neither here nor there. There are just some mm-hmm. things that men don't need to know. And my thing is, and this comes from like my aunt and my mom, if you're not married, hmm. you ain't got to any shit. Hmm. But that's mm-hmm. on you. If you're going to be loyal and if you're going to be honest, again, that's coming from somebody that's really loyal and honest. Yeah. But the advice that I'm saying comes from my aunt and my mom. If you're not married, you don't owe anybody anything. I mean, that's you don't have to tell, but you shouldn't cheat, really. But if you do, and you can keep it to yourself, keep it to yourself because telling him is going to do what? Yeah. Only relieve you, but now he's pissed and his ego is bruised because ego is really all a man has. And you bruise his ego. Y'all have, mm-hmm. like, he's not going to be able to bounce back from that. Very mm-hmm. seldom do I see men be able to bounce back from a woman cheating if they date women. You know Which what is so frustrating so, because yeah. women are always expected to bounce back when the nigga cheats. Right. Of course. Oh, y'all, I don't like double standards. Oh, yeah. I swear to God. I, like, I mean, they, some of them I, I do like. Like, I like that women can be very sexually fluid and nobody really thinks anything of it. I like that double standard. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Okay, yeah, but I mean, some some double double standards like that really just piss me off. Like, no, I agree. Oh my gosh, because 
it's like guys you just can't eat like you can't even deal with the fact that your woman cheated on you but women are expected to take back cereal mm-hmm. yeah that is just yeah. so incredibly frustrating but no like everything you say area really sounds like something i heard or like a culmination of things from girlfriends like whenever somebody would cheat they will always like say don't say anything to the guy or whatever yeah. to, to the grave to the grave yeah. to the grave Yes, because it's not gonna it's not gonna help him. It's only gonna help you, and you already cheated. So you know what? Deal with your guilty conscience. You'll get over it, sis. Take it to the grave. Be happy. Keep your man happy. I'm just kidding. Don't listen to me no more. (laughs) But still, take this to the grave. (laughs) Speaking of girlfriends, how would you handle finding out that your friend cheated on that your friend was cheating with your significant other? You if you're, if you're Joan and your friend is Tony, <laughs> what you doing? Whoa, whoa, whoa! That might no, because okay. they weren't together anymore. Oh wait, you mean when she, oh. when she tried to sneak up on on uh, Joan's man when he was on the couch? Or yeah, something? yeah, that that that. But wait, I, I would never, you... I wouldn't, I would not have forgiven her for that. Anyway. Yeah, there are so many moments in that show where I'm like, how the are y'all still friends? That friendship would have been for sure. I don't, I would, I couldn't have been friends with Tony. Like, it wasn't like the second episode or something she showed up, or maybe it was the first. First episode, showed, girl. It was the first. I was like, oh. Like, I under, I completely understand. I feel like there are so many people in the world who are in relationships and in friendships that they should not be in because of longevity. Like, longevity mm-hmm. a lot of people up. So I get that. But this bitch showed up with your man, your ex man at your at your party at your house. Right, dirty. No, no woman in their right mind would be friends with a woman like that. Right, right. Honestly, Simone, I can't even imagine one of my friends cheating on cheating with. Oh, see, I can't even get the words out. <laughs> the, 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 the physical touch love language is coming out right now and I'm like uh-huh. another woman touching my man the same bitch that I hug passionately yeah. like right. somebody has to die right. I choose both of y'all right <laughs> who are you more mad at who are you more mad at mm. I'm more mad at my friend I'm more mad at my friend because yeah like you know yeah yeah Especially, especially if we've been friends for a long time. Like this, yeah. I mean, I've talked about this on so many episodes before. I'm not gonna get into it, but it's happened to me, and it's yeah. and still when I, when I think of it, it's just like, why? No. We've been friends for over a decade. For what? You ugly skank whore. Why? <laughs> right. But that's crazy. How like I've had this conversation with some of my friends before of how isn't it interesting how we kind of hold our friends to higher standards than we hold mm. our men. Mm-hmm. Like, not that you expect for your man to hurt you, because yeah. you don't want to expect that your man will hurt you, but it's different when your homegirl hurts you. Like, yeah, yeah. Because that's I a different type of love. Like, it's a yeah, different type yeah. of love that I have for y'all versus, like, my man. Like, I feel like it's a, it's a more vulnerable relationship and love. Yeah. More vulnerable, and it's so weird to think that your platonic relationship with someone is more vulnerable than your romantic yes. one. I mean, because friend breakups are detrimental, awful. girl. Awful, They're detrimental. I've I had a friend breakup. 
I've had a friend break up, and when I tell y'all, I went back crawling, begging, like a 90s R&B love song. I was like, please take me back. I love you so much. I will do anything. Yeah, like, I will admit, I was wrong. I said something that was very hurtful, and um, we didn't speak for a really long time because of pride. I was young, and she ended up, we were roommates in college, and she ended up moving out, and, like, we didn't speak for maybe a year and a half. And wow. I was finally like, I miss my friend. I know I was wrong. And we finally made up. She was like, it wasn't even that. It wasn't even what you said, because I know that you said it out of a place of like frustration, but it was because you didn't, we didn't recover from that. Like you never mm-hmm. came back to say anything to me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like I begged, I took her out to dinner. Like I was like, I miss Aww. you. Like come back to me. I love you. What do I have to do to like gain your trust back? Like, yes. I was like, I'm going to get my woman back. <laughs> <laughs> And now we are, we're like, we're best friends again, but it definitely took some time to repair that relationship. But yeah, I'm not calling back for no man. Like, but my bitch, yes. What do you want? Flowers? Chocolate? Yeah. No, that is, that is so funny. Wow. I I love that you were, were able to put your ego to the side and be like, look, I just want my friend back because what we argued about, what we were talking about was honestly pointless and I value you so much and I want to, if yes. you will have me, I would like to integrate you back into my life. Yes. That's real. That's real. Okay. Let's move on to a mango question. Um, oh, this, this will be a good one for the group. What do you admire most about me? So we can go around the room and we can say what we admire about each other. Ooh. Okay. There are so many things. I know. Um, I'll start with Simone. First of all, and this could go for both of y'all. Both of y'all have flawless skin. And I'm just like, Jesus. Like, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> both of y'all have beautiful skin. I clearly admire that as I try to get my little pizza of a chin. Oh, <laughs> together but um no like Simone has flawless skin always been obsessed with that um and I really admire just like your work ethic like you know you have a project dropping soon and um just I remember like when you told me about it I was like when did you do this (laughs) when did you you put this together yeah yeah, I really, really admire your work ethic and your level of organization and just the way you have, you're younger than me and you're extremely successful. Um, and it's, I admire the fact that I know you ain't nowhere near done. Like, that's the goal about it. I know you ain't even hit the peak. You ain't even hit the peak. You ain't even hit the peak. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, I, I really, really admire those things about you, Simone. Oh, um, you're welcome. Yeah. Uh, area again, your skin. Um, and I love, I admire the fact that you are like the baddest bald head hoe. Like, <laughs> just the baddest. I'm just gonna name the episode. Ball 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 ball. Shit. Like, <laughs> these people don't really think I be hoeing, and I really am so wholesome. <laughs> no, no, no. I say ho like I say bitch. It's a term of endearment. True, but like, the fact that you are so striking 
bald is something I maybe not even my just envy actually because no. being a person who's very much so known for their hair i'm like y'all don't even understand if i could cut all this shit off and look as good as area did i would cut all this shit off like it would be game Thanks, over um, <laughs> you are just extremely you're extremely striking and i i am so excited that you are getting ready to that you really finally stop playing crackhead games and is are truly pursuing modeling to be signed because I know as soon as somebody sees you, you're going to be everywhere. Like mark my words, area is going to be everywhere. I I admire and I admire how aware of your beauty that you are because you make me a better model just when I see you take pictures. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Sheesh. Okay, I'm next. I'm next. Okay, Cortland, like, okay, I admire how loving you are and nurturing you are, but you also will, like, get a bitch together in a heartbeat in a very loving way. But I just, I admire how you know exactly what you want to do and you know exactly what you want to be and who you are. And that's something that I just really admire about you because there have been a lot of times when I was just really, really lost and you were able to speak things into existence in your life because you knew where you were going. You knew what you were doing. So you were able to, to kind of aim your focus at what you wanted to, wanted to do and where you wanted to go because you were just so sure of who you are. And, and I love that about you. And I also admire how you're able to make a stranger a friend. Like you are so fearless in in your drive and in your aim, you'll literally say, okay, I want to be friends with that person. And then you're friends with that person. And it's not right. weird. It's not, it's not forced. <laughs> it's super organic. Whereas I'm like, okay, I, I see this girl on Instagram. I really want to be her friend. Like, how do I tell her that I absolutely love her? And you're like, just tell her. Like, and then she's person. your mentor. Right. I'm like, but like how, how many times do... has she like text us and be like, oh, I'm going out for drinks with so and so? I'm going hopping out a call with so and so. It's like, girl, you yeah. can be friends with the I just saw on television, like the same right. person that like America knows. Like, what do right. you what do you mean? Like the your ability to to make people fall in love with you effortlessly is yes. like something that you don't even try. You're just you just are who you are, and I admire that. And I envy that about you. Like, I wish that I was more assertive and, and able to do that. Um, so, yes, friend, that is, that is what I love. Simone, oh, my God, girl. I, I, first of all, I admire, yes, your work ethic, but Cortland already said that. I admire how warm you are. Like, you are just, honestly, you are, I love energy. Like, I'm a very, like, spiritual, like, hood, rich, hippie. But your your energy and your aura is so warm it's very yellow and orange it's very calming like you're just a a ray of sunshine to be around and I just I love even being in your presence honestly I love even being considered a friend of yours like the first time I heard you call me a friend I was like oh mama I made it (laughs) yes like no you're just you're just a great person i i honestly admire how you're able to attract people to you too like your energy is such a magnet and people want to be loved by you um and you just you also know exactly what you want you're so in tune with who you are and your gifts 
and you're able to distinctly say, okay, this is what I'm good at. This is the lane that I'm in. This is what I want to do. This is what I will do. And you, you execute so beautifully. Like my, yes. I'm not able to execute, but you can execute this. And I'm just honestly in the background cheering you on, taking notes like that meme. That's like, okay. Okay. <laughs> that's me like you just you you execute queen everything you do is just like touch my goals honestly you're so sweet thank you oh you're my god, god. <laughs> uh, y'all, uh, i wish should have went first because y'all took all of the words i wanted to use but I, you know we long-winded Right. <laughs> that's fine. That's why I love y'all. <laughs> uh, and I, for one, am not a long talker, but I would like to say, Cortland, one thing about you, of, of course, both of y'all, I think that you're absolutely stunning. Like, I, like y'all are like, and don't tell nobody, y'all are some of my most beautiful friends. Like, <laughs> inside out, like, literally the entire package. I see your friends. They pretty. So, that <laughs> oh, must my be friends. saying a oh, lot. Oh, my friends are pretty. Right. It's saying a lot. Um, and that's no shade to anyone at all. But, oh. Cortland, you, I love how disciplined you are, and like in everything. Every, I know, and I know, and I knew you're gonna make a face because you're like, because I, I know we have conversations about you procrastinating on shit, but I mean in the holistic sense because mm-hmm. one thing, and I've told you this before, you really have helped mold my own discipline, especially when it comes to the the things that I want to achieve, and more importantly, my faith. Like this, mm-hmm. the, being friends with you and then me being introduced to to Iria and Samaji and Noel and Trey, like our, literally our group really has created this like community that I had never had before mm-hmm. of feeling like I can be a part. Like, I, 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 you know, people are like, oh, like I want to find my tribe. I want to tribe. Like mm-hmm. y'all make me feel like I found my tribe. It's the yeah. duality of shaking my ass and getting up on Sunday and y'all being like, yes. y'all watch Crash Tribe. <laughs> we, are we watching together? We watch it as a group. Oh. Just the fact that you, like, you're, you're just so disciplined in, in what it is that you want, what you go after. Like Aria said, you, you're able to aim your focus. You're set on something and, and you achieve it by any means necessary. And just seeing how much you've hustled and, and gone through that, especially in such a short amount of time of living here is, mm-hmm. is so inspirational. Like, I, I know you said that if you didn't move to you wouldn't move to New York if it wasn't for me but I feel like I wouldn't be you know excelling at the rate that I am if it wasn't for you because I I have you lifting me up from my butt a little bit like girl get you, come on mm-mm. like mm-mm, what are you doing why are you sitting get your ass up like that's how I feel about you so I I appreciate that and admire that about you so much yes of course in Mom, area, are you trying, uh-uh. what for, what's wrong I'm not crying. Okay. Y'all know I have a hard time accepting compliments. So <laughs> I'm going like, to I'ma just sit here. Okay, you go ahead, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and Aria, <laughs> you I you have like this amazing confidence that only I could dream of having. Like no lie. Like aside from the fact that you are a bad bitch and you, you just <laughs> obviously look amazing you just have all of these amazing qualities about you like again like how you said that I have a, a warm like inviting energy I feel the same way about you That's like when I first you. met you I felt like I was like oh I bit like I, I must have met you in my past life because I, I really <laughs> felt like we were like I know seriously like I, I felt like we were connected already 
Like I, you have such a, such a great energy. Your, your confidence is, is oozing out of you. And it's really kind of like, you know, just put me in this position of being like, damn, like if, if only I could be half as confident as her, I feel like I would just be killing like you watch, just watching you, how you also are very disciplined and very dedicated watching just in the short amount of time from when you were in more or less limbo in New York Uh and then moved to Atlanta and literally took off on the ground running Mm -hmm. is, is astronomical. And I'm just like, yo, like, and it also too, it just reminds me of that, like, you know, the fact that you were able to take a risk, you were able to say like, oh, I'm from Atlanta, but I'm going to move here. I'm going to give this a try. Like, I don't think I'm as much of a, as, I don't think I'm as much of a risk taker as I would like to be. And seeing how you operate and how you live life really has inspired me to just be like, you know what? No, like, I, I it doesn't matter. Destination doesn't matter. Time in my life. I'm just going to go after it. I'm going to go for it. And I'm going to do it with such amazing Grace, like you do so. Oh, wow. Honestly, it was because I was ugly. Yeah, you have to be ugly. You're not ugly. Oh, baby, but I was. Never ugly. (laughs) The people that were like always cute, like they're, they have sucky ass and like energy and personalities. But the people, I'm telling you, the people that are fine now, they were ugly as a kid. They, they, something about them was wrong. Or they were bullied. <laughs> so that too, bullied. I was bullied. Yeah, I was bullied heavily. Oh, <laughs> it's hell, crazy. Yeah. Fight me, see me. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Don't you wish that like you were you had the mentality and the strength that you do now ten years ago? Because I would have got. I feel like I would have gotten so many fights. Yeah. I got so many fights. I would have checked so many people. I would. I would be. I think I'd just be in a different position because I feel like back then I was a pushover. Like there's still there's still some pushover qualities about me, but I feel like I have more confidence to check people about For how sure. they're treating me. And back For then, sure. I just kind of was like holding on to things because of position or longevity yeah. or you know just just trying to keep the peace. So, so ten years ago, you would have been what seventeen? Mm-hmm. What would you go back and tell a seventeen-year-old Simone to call? Yeah, even if I'm gonna get suspended from an all-white school, fight that hoe. Going to vocational school. You go to school to be a welder. They make they make training. Like I just decide for real. Like I think people should teach people more to like go to trade school because they make so much money. Oh my god, my ex everybody ex-boyfriend from 14 years old is an electrician now i bread bank bank i'm like and that's not something you know like that's not something in our age demo that we're thinking like people want to be creative people want to be actors mm-hmm. actors creative directors podcasters moms for a brick and mortar job ain't nobody talking about some i want to use my hands for labor mm-hmm. like labor who is she you don't know her it's just it's it's crazy but but yes i admire and appreciate you both i love y'all love you too girl oh my gosh okay let's do two more so let's do a spicy question Mm -hmm. let me um let me see This one's crazy. Ooh, what is it? 
I'm not even going to ask that because I mean, I don't have an answer, but if y'all do, it's what's the last inanimate object object you've put inside yourself or another person? Camera light. Camera light. Yeah. Amazing. I can't. You know what's crazy is I don't I don't have sex toys. I don't use sex toys. What? A what? What you say? You're like, what is that? Because, girl, I accidentally left left mine at home when I moved back to New York after that quarantine, and I was sick. (laughs) I thought you were going to say your mom found it. Girl, I bought her one. Oh, you did? Oh, uh. I showed it. She needed it. What you buy her? I love vibrator. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. I've been looking. I didn't. I didn't see the one where it's like magic wand. Period. It'll change life. Get you a magic wand. Magic wand. Okay. I don't have a rabbit, but a magic wand. Yes, absolutely. I was gonna say it's the rabbit ones I've been looking at. The the little like two little thingy. Uh huh. Uh -huh. (laughs) It's the teeth suck for me. (laughs) Maybe you don't know. Listen, I growing up in a Christian household, I was not. You know, I was taught about sex of course but it was very much so like wait don't please yourself it wasn't until I was an adult where I felt more in control of my body because sex is not something that is done to you it is something that you choose to share with someone else and that is how I feel like sex should be taught to young women so it wasn't until I was older that I realized you have to know what you like in order to tell somebody else that but you have to be empowered to tell them that which means you have to touch your own body I'm -hmm. I'm off my soapbox no, that's a fact. I I also agree with you. Where were you, Cortland? Any inanimate object? No, I I'm I'm with you. I I do not own any toys. Yeah, okay. come on now. Now I know what I'm gonna get y'all for criminal because this don't make no sense. Please give me a rabbit, a, a magic wand, or something. No, you gotta have one of y'all do Christmas 2020 and one do Christmas 2021 because them things expensive. Oh. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Go fund me for sex. <laughs> Please, ain't that wrong? Exactly. Unprovoked. Nothing. I wasn't looking at nobody. I wasn't on my phone. Nothing. I just was in a daze. I had a sex flashback. And I was like, you're the best. Oh my God. Oh my God. I was like, what is Because at first, I, it took me a while to identify what was happening. I'm like, what is this? That <laughs> took me a while. I have this familiar feeling that I'm feeling, but it's not supposed to be here right now. Ooh. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. Uh uh-uh. uh. Mm. I was in, like, you know, I wish that I had a moment to go take care of it. I, I couldn't. I was in back to back meetings. I, I kept one in my book bag. Really? I never no. used it in my book bag. I'm sorry. I said book bag, but I told y'all that we cut off the end of the words in Atlanta. Anyway, <laughs> I kept one in my book bag and I never used it. But it was good. Uh, it was good. Wait, wait. Book bag, as in when you were in college. 
No, not when I was in college. I had like a book bag that I carried my laptop and stuff in. Oh, okay. And I just, yeah, I had it in there. Because when I came home during quarantine, I forgot. That's when I forgot my wand. I forgot it in New York when I came home from like March until September, y'all. And um, mm-hmm. me, and my, me and my mom and my sister-in-law, we all went to the um the sex store and I bought my mama one because a long time ago I threw hers away. I was like maybe 14 or 15 and I saw it and I was like, oh my God, that's disgusting. My mom should not be doing this. And it wasn't until I became a woman that I was like, oh, sis, let me buy you another. You I did. That's nasty. You don't do that to yourself. Your mom. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I I have no words. I'm oh and a virgin. Yeah. But I wouldn't have thrown my mama's away. Listen, I apologize and we moved on and I bought her another one. <laughs> <laughs> you are a bossy kid. You are. I, I was. Hey, you know, I'm not bossy, I'm the boss, okay? Okay. That's okay. what a bossy yeah. person says. I know, right? <laughs> and I know it because I was bossy too. <laughs> In area, you're not a, an only child. You're just I'm a baby, not, right? I'm the oldest of my mom's the oldest, but I'm the baby of my dad's kids. Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, but a, a sex flashback? Yes, please. Thank you. I'll pick one. Yeah, mm-hmm. gotta love them. So <laughs> this is gonna be a funny one. Are you loud during sex? And demonstrate with a dramatic interpretation of what your signature sex sounds like. Oh, girl, I don't even remember. Was it 15 years ago? <laughs> oh my gosh. It's been a hey, long Wait, what was the first part of the question? Are you loud during you sex? Loud? Yes, no. And demonstrate and even if you aren't loud demonstrate what your sex sounds like your signature sex sounds this is the second time i've had to embarrass myself on this show (laughs) (laughs) i am loud because i my daddy always said rest rest in power daddy my daddy always said um you ain't gotta whisper for nobody because if you whisper, you scared. My daddy was also a gangster. Um, Wait, I know he wasn't using it in that context. He was not, but you apply things to how they're relevant in life. Mean, you could literally drop like a like a ratchet hippie gym book or something. Like, because <laughs> <laughs> you know what? My mom used to tell me all the time, it's very unattractive for you to laugh as loud as you do. And, you know, men are not going to find that attractive. So I asked my daddy, I was like, yo, my mama said, I laugh loud and it's not attractive. And my daddy was like, you ain't got to whisper for nobody. You ain't got to laugh quietly for nobody. If you if you talk quiet, you laugh quiet, you're scared. You ain't scared. And I said, you damn right, I ain't scared. And I laughed loud with my mouth open ever since. <laughs> you know why? Because my daddy told me so. And you got to probably take that with him. But I am loud, yes. Um, it depends. I feel like I have, you know, been with a gentleman that had roommates. Um, and, um, you know, I wanted to be respectful of him having roommates. I didn't care. I still was loud. Um, yeah. Ball head hosted. And so everybody in the crib knew, knew when you guys were getting yeah. And, you know, I don't know them. Um, matter of fact, okay. I'm not, I'm not even going to sell my business like that. <laughs> <laughs> They did know. Share offline. Share offline. Right. I, I, yeah, offline. Um, yeah, I am loud. I can't what noise do I make though? hmm I mean it would it depend on they, what their name is. Uh oh. 
Yeah, because I want to say your name. Make up a name. Somebody you ain't never been with before. Okay. Let me Could see. be your potential husband. Ooh, I want a good name. I don't want to. I don't want my my nigga name to be Ed. <laughs> I'm never trying to say that. Ed. Ed. <laughs> now at that point, you gotta call him his full name. It gotta be oh, Edward. Edward. Oh, my uncle Edward. This is <laughs> What's another crazy name? I, ooh, I don't want to be like Stacy. <laughs> Mm-mm. Or Courtney. I don't like that name either. Courtney. Mm. Yeah, no. I'm good on it. I'm not finna I'm not finna reenact what I do because no. Nah, I'm gonna say some same thing for me and my uh little boo. All right, I yeah. hear that. I'm not loud. I don't I'm I'm a moaner. I'm not loud. I'm not like a yeah, I'm not I'm not a screamer. I'm a moaner though. I'm scream, mm-hmm. but I'm on out. Just imagine someone screaming. Yeah, I'm a moaner. Yeah, yeah, I would. I would Not say. Too loud, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm more. I'm a moaner slash like crooner kind of. a crooner? Just kind of like a. Mm, like that kind of person. Oh, okay. Okay. okay, okay, yeah, that, yeah, I'm a Yeah, I've been, I've been told I that I get sex faces. So. I I'm good for. No, I do, I do too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and all of the verbs, like, wait, stop. I do be like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> okay. Right. No, you oh, know, sometimes sometimes it be getting aggressive. It's like, hold on. Yeah, up. hold on. Let me relax. Right. Let me have y'all ever caught y'all ever caught a a Charlie horse? No, baby. Yeah. I got my water. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're right, you're right. You, you, you fit. I'm hydrated. Who's caught a Charlie horse? I haven't though. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I did catch a, a crap in my toe one time, but that's because I was curling them real tight. Mm. I've had that. I've had, yeah. I've had a toe. I don't know if I've had a toe. <laughs> but yeah, no, that, that's. I, 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 I have a spicy question. What's that? This one is spicy awesome shit. No, mm-mm. edit it no, out. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. No, I can't. That's on. Oh, that's. No, awesome. area. It's too I'm late sorry. now. Okay, 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 okay. okay. I got it. Okay, now we gotta fight you. Say the damn question. Have y'all ever been with a guy and you're ready and he his member does not join the party? Mm-hmm. What do you do? Mm-hmm. Do you like say like it's okay? Yeah, I mean I don't I don't get mad, but internally I'm just like, yo, is it me? Like what like what do I, know, I do? Bro. It's so it's like that's the first reaction for me. Like, what did I do? But I, I I've usually when it has happened, I've had the conversation afterward, or like they might bring it up and be like, Oh, I'm sorry. Um, so I mean, yeah, it's it, it happens. It's one of those yeah. things where it's like really sucky when it happens. But I think mm-hmm. it's more of an issue when it continues to happen with the same person. It's like, all right. Mm. Now now we actually should go to the doctor. 
because they're not even trying to be funny. Like, I think we should go to the doctor. Especially if he's, like, younger than 40. Yeah. And these men out here be younger than 40. But the... Yeah. I definitely don't... I don't, like, make them feel bad about it at all because, like, bodies do what they want to do sometimes. And it's natural. Like, it happens, especially if he's, like, tired or if he's nervous. Yeah, so I'm not gonna lie. There is nothing that will piss me off. Not piss me off. That was really strong. But there's nothing that will like make me look at you sideways more if if a guy is like, oh my god, I can't wait. I can't believe this is happening. And I'm like, please don't do that. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-mm. No, please. like that. Please don't do that. Also, an- another telltale, another telltale sign that the dick is probably gonna be whack is when he's boasting about it before y'all hook up. Oh no, see, I don't need to tell Mm-mm. I that has happened to me before where he was talking about how he was doing this and he was lasting this long and I'm just like okay and then we get there I don't, he's, he's I'm not even gonna lie he's not even a part of my body count don't even count him because <laughs> we all got that one that we just skip or we just yeah, never, I've, never had that, I've never had that happen because I've only been with two guys and mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to figure out if that happened with my ex before. I don't think so. I think it happened like round two. Like if he tried to pop off around two, oh, yeah, it happened. Mm-hmm. But I think that's it's understandable, not- especially when they. Yeah. Ask, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. whatever you know. What not everybody built the same, but yeah, yeah. I don't really recall a time where it happened on on as an attempt of round one. Yeah, I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't think of a time. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm really sweet. I would just be like, you know, it's fine. Like, you can just do it. Yeah. yeah, same. Like, now nah, you're going to eat this time because somebody coming at night. Somebody coming at night. And it's not going to be you. Area, so. <laughs> mute your microphone. Oh, I am microphone. Oh, I am weak. Oh my god! I know the people are gonna be listening to this. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So many people are about to unfollow me. <laughs> I'm about to follow you, actually. <laughs> I'm saying dudes do that all the time. No, what you say? I'm saying dudes do that all the time. No, they always trying to. They always trying to get some suck. So, oh yeah, true, true, true. Because that's the quickest way for me to be like, all right, I'm gonna head out. Because don't ask me. Because you'll know if I want to, but because you won't right. ask. Right, right, exactly. I feel like it is a part of what you're doing. You know, like, and different women feel differently about this. So I don't want to be like, you know, all women do this. I don't want to do that. I don't say that, but I feel like it is a part of what you're doing because I personally am very selective about who I choose to share that very intimate moment with so mm-hmm. it, it is a part of what you're doing so but if mm-hmm. you ask me I'm, I'm gonna be turned off now and I'm gonna, I'm gonna feel forced so now I'm good on it right right I agree that is one of the most in the world when you don't want to it's uh, like, oh my god I know oh y'all one time I had this dude literally he was like um are you gonna are you gonna fuck my mm-mm? and I was like um He said it like that? No, he didn't, but uh, I just, uh, I can't say the word. <laughs> I can't say it. We done said every other word in this damn dictionary. I know, but that word I just can't. You know how some people can't say okay. voice? I can't say yeah. <laughs> 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 so okay. he was like, you know, do you do you get hit? And I was like, 
from my boyfriend because that's how I felt at the time. And so he was like, all right. So he, you know, started to go down there. And he was like, I don't, I don't really give head. And I was like, okay, can you try? <laughs> I know. I know. That's a standard, y'all. I know. I that is a double know. But he was like, okay, like, I'll try. He got down there and was like doing some weird shit. And he was like, but I mean, it doesn't smell bad. I'm like, I know that. That he said that to you. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, my God. Who have you been with? That that is, like, something that you have to check off. Right. <laughs> he said it like he wanted to give you five gold stars. Right. No, and he could only give That is the basis. Like, of course it doesn't. I eat my fruits and vegetables. Right. right. I feel like there are more guys who, like, end up just ignoring that part for the sake of getting some pussy. Like, they no, just want to do that. You know. We're not yeah. going to do that. No, I know. So you're gonna you're they, gonna put the key love themselves a little bit more no. if it came down to that. But start the engine first, buddy. <laughs> start the engine. I love start it. The engine, okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. So let's wrap this up with a uh, sweet mango question. Mm-hmm. So the final uh, question is. What do you think your superpower is? My authenticity. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. That is good. Like, me to, like, I feel like my authenticity and relatability is like a combo. It's like a, a twofer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's something that I, it doesn't, I can't turn it off. <laughs> like, yeah. I, you know, when I think about a superpower, it's something that I just can't turn off. Yeah. And that's it. I just can't turn it off. I, it don't matter what setting I'm in, whether it's like work, you know, fun, personal. I just, I can't turn it off. It's yeah. just who I am. Yeah. I've always said that about you too. Like you just, who you are everywhere. Me, I'm a little mm-hmm. bit more reserved until I like know where I am and I feel safe. But no, you literally come in like, I'm Cortland. I'm amazing. Let's be yeah. friends yeah. and yeah. Like, that yeah. is who you are. Me, I'm like, hi, everybody. That I'm is me. Yeah. And then, you know, I'm like, what's up, fam? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm weird like that. No, that, that is literally me, too. Wait, so what, what was your... Um, I was actually going to say my authenticity, but I don't think so. I honestly... Uh, no, 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 I'm going to switch it up a little bit. I think my uh, superpower is probably my diplomacy. I think that I have a really mm. good, a really good tact, um, and I'm able to talk to different people um, and all different types of people. So if they are like the CEO, I can talk to that person. If they are, um, I don't know, a little four-year-old on the street, like I can just talk to different mm. people when I have, and I have really good tact. I would also say bonus, a superpower is, the ability to look good in any hairstyle. It is weird. Ooh, I don't get it. I don't try to understand it. I just do, girl. Yes. Y'all, if you're listening, uh, do yourself a favor and go on to Aria's Instagram. Because yes. it's like no man could ever say, I want to see new people. Because you literally <laughs> are a new person every fucking week. Which and you look up and feel like every Right. Like, literally, your man, could, he could be a polygamist because... <laughs> I am every woman. You're every woman. <laughs> you are. Yeah. You absolutely are. I love that. Yeah. I I um I think my answer is a mix of the two of you, but I, I would say 
it's my vulnerability. Mm. I think mm. the fact that I have kind of, and it took a long time to get here because for like growing up, I've just always kind of like, you know, felt excluded or felt shamed for being sensitive. And like, I'm really passionate about making sure that we reclaim this word of sensitivity yeah. and stop using it as like a way to demean people. Like it, if you're sensitive, that means you're compassionate. That means you're em- you're an empathetic empathic so it's like what is the harm in being a sensitive person um so in in where i've seen you know my sensitive sensitivity work well in my favor is being able to be vulnerable and be vulnerable in on platforms on digital platforms in public spaces it's it's it leads me it carries me throughout the room it's it's how i make connections people can talk to me and feel like they can relate to me and feel like they've seen themselves they see themselves in me so mm-hmm. I, I, and it's something that like, you know, I'm still grappling with now at my big age of 27, but it's, in, it's inspiring to hear other people be like, wow, like, oh, you know, when you said this, I related to this so much. Thank you so much for sharing, you know, oh, I didn't know this about you. I also am like that too. And it's one of those things where it's like, when I was younger, I wish that I, I saw that representation. Yeah. So now I feel like it's my duty to be that representation for someone else. I'm going to one up you, Simone, and say that it's your vulnerability, but it's the fact that you know how to make your vulnerability marketable. Mm. <laughs> you know how to package your vulnerability. Yeah. To make it marketable. I think that's your superpower. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's a good point. I'm just, I'm really good at marketing. I am. <laughs> that, that's one thing I will say. I'm good at it. So that, yeah. that, that makes a lot of sense. So thank you for one up in that. <laughs> okay, so let's go ahead and wrap this up. This was a blast. Yay. I had so much fun doing this. Thank you for playing this crazy ass game with me. But I think that there are especially some things I learned about each one of you that I didn't know before. And we've been friends for like over a year now. So. Yeah, Carla, you're an imposter. You don't eat Oreos. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Impossible. Because I've never known this about you. I mean, bitch, if you give me a pint of cookies and cream, I'm eating it. I'm done. I'm, I'm done. You you turn your mic off. All right. <laughs> but I'm not going to buy a pack of Oreos for nobody. Yeah, I get it. Damn. And you know what's crazy? I just I'm about to finish these gingerbread Oreos right now. Are they good? Oh, they are so good. No, oh no, God. I want abs. Get that out of here. Oreo sounds sounds. I would try. It's delicious, and if I drink milk, I'd be dipping it in some milk right now too. Girl, get your milk. I'm, you know, almond oat, uh, all the other little peanuts or nuts or whatever. They don't taste as good. Like they taste good. They don't taste good by themselves. I have, but they don't taste. It doesn't taste good by itself. Like I need to mix it with something. Oat milk is good. By what, its what brand? What brand are you drinking? Um, I think that was Silk I had. Okay, I'm I'm gonna try it. Last time I tried oat milk, I was like, "This tastes like grass." Like, oh, oh you got the wrong one, baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, got the, I got the Trader Joe's kind. So. Oh no, Trader Joe's oat milk is tolerable, but it's you know I yeah. I drink I go to Trader Joe's, but. I'm to get the silk. Like, go to Target, leave Trader Joe's, and go upstairs to Target. Mm-hmm. And go get your oatmeal from Target. Okay, I'll do that next. <laughs> <laughs> okay, before we wrap up, um, can you both just kind of go through, you know, again, shout your socials, tell people where they can find you. 
I'll go first. Again, I am Cortland Janae. Um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Cortland Janae, K-O-R-T-L-Y-N-N-J-E-N-A-E. I know that's a lot of letters, but my mom is an educator and she <laughs> wanted that little razzle dazzle to my name. Um, <laughs> if you follow me, you will get an inside look at my modeling career. Um, and I'm funny from time to time on social media as well. So follow me. Um, hey y'all, bye y'all. I am Iria Tanay. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter. And that is at I-R-I-A-T-A-N-E-E. Uh, you can also follow me uh, to follow me on my modeling journey. I am trying to get signed or I will get signed. Um, but right now I'm working as a freelance model. I have just recently started being funny on my Instagram because I stopped taking myself so seriously. Um, mm. So yeah, follow me, follow your girl for some real Atlanta ghetto shit. <laughs> I am also on Clubhouse, so I, yes. I will definitely be moderate. I, I will moderate a room or hop on stage in a quick hot nice. second. Mm-hmm. So yeah. follow me on Clubhouse as well. Yes, Iria, are you on Clubhouse yet? No, you won't. I gotta, I gotta invite. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a singer. Isn't yeah. it like a members only type of thing? Yeah, oh, invite only thing. Invite me to the Soho House. I got you. <laughs> That's what it feels like. It feels like a digital Soho house. Okay, real quick, that I heard after though. But I heard that um now that I think about it, I heard that Clubhouse was actually originally like a bunch of like white people and they they started it to talk about different tech stuff and it wasn't really going well and then they gave it to the niggas and now it's popping. So the first half is correct, but, but I think I think what ended up happening is when they started expanding it more, more people started tapping into like that black creative network, mm-hmm. and that's how we all up in here. Because yeah. like, because like for like maybe almost a month ago, it was so like locked down yeah. that like people on Twitter were like, "Yo, what is this clubhouse?" And it was like the elitist black Twitter people who were just like, "Oh." Oh, it's this thing, but you need an invite, and now we all up on there. So now it's it's not as exclusive, but it's crazy because I'll see some rooms where where it's like it's Clubhouse ruined now, and it's like y'all love some exclusivity on something. Oh, You're yeah, upset yeah, yeah. that the rest of the community has got some access to it, and now you want to talk about some is it ruined? It's not ruined, but it's it's an amazing episode. I mean, um, amazing app. Um, okay. I, I think that I think you'll love it, especially yeah. you know as a podcaster, you'll be able to yeah get me in this year. Yeah, I got you. Miss. I got a, I got an invite to spare. Yeah. <laughs> they only give out a couple. So. I, don't know yeah, that for real. Real. I really got yeah, one to spare. Save it, because I ain't. I got two. I got two. You got you got one. Is it really like, especially because we know you're going to use it. One thing I hate is sending somebody an invite and they don't even use it. But Ooh, I, you can't get it back. But should I, like, I'm not, like, pressed about it. Should yes. I? Yes. Yeah. We're going to talk about it off air. Get right, your man. ass to the clubhouse. I'm yeah. going to send you an invite. I'm going to no, put my shoes on. I'm going to come you... to the clubhouse. I'm going to put my shoes on. I'm coming. <laughs> okay, put your shoes on. Your face already beat, so put your <laughs> shoes on and come on. Right, right. Okay, and you can follow me on Instagram uh, via dot Simone. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter via Simone underscore, and make sure that you 
follow the podcast page, Bonnets, Durags, No And, that's B-O-N-N-E-T-S-D-U-R-A-G-S on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Also, be, uh, be sure to go onto our website, bonnetsanddurex.com. We are coming out with some new merch, like I announced um, the other day. Um, and also, your girl, Cortland, is in the campaign, too. So you're going to see it in your face. I'm so excited to share this with y'all. It's been it's been a journey, but it's been a blessing. And it's something that like I absolutely adore. And I hope that y'all adore it, too. So make sure you go on bonnetsanddurex.com. We're releasing on the 22nd, but you can sign up for the email newsletter to get a sneak peek um, early on. So, yeah. And make sure that you are listening to, subscribing, and rating the podcast on all podcast streaming platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, wherever you consume podcast content. Okay. Thank you, ladies. Love y'all. Thank you. This is great. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.